Well, I wrote this song for the Christian youth. I want to teach kids the Christian truth. If you want to reach those kids on the street, then you got to do a rap to a hip-hop beat. So I gave my sermon an urban kick. My rhymes are fly, my beats are sick. My crew is big and it keeps getting bigger. That's because Jesus Christ is my nigga. Whoa. <laughs> Woo. Highly inappropriate. Although his flow is tight. It is indeed. He's a life changer, miracle arranger. Born to the virgin mom in a manger. Water to wine, <laughs> he's a drink exchanger. And he died for your sins. I preach the word, that's my gig. And I rhyme better than Notorious Big. All the other MCs, I wish them well. But if you live in sin, you burn in hell. What? Hey. Is he saying the, the Notorious Maybe. <laughs> to my lovely wife, she's a fly MC and the light of my life. So the bust a rhyme without further ado. Take it away, Mary Sue. Mary Sue's in the house. Jesus Christ is my nigga. He's the son of the original G, and he was sent to Earth to elucidate the way that we should be. What? Like if another MC says you're a freak, you're a lame butt rapper, and your rhymes are weak. Come on! I don't get mad and I don't critique. I give him. And turn the other cheek. What? Yeah. And I don't brag. I don't cuss. And my pants don't sag. I do exude a little Christian swag. And I'm proud to be an American. Jesus Christ (laughs) is a nigga. Uh, uh. Let Let his light light shine through through ya. Come on. Let his love pop a cap in your butt and say hallelujah. (laughs) Jesus Christ is a nigga. He's a homie MCJC, you see, he's an honest, caring, peace-loving nigga like me. <laughs> if you do drugs and you think you're cool, you need to come to Sunday school. Put those drugs in the garbage can. Stand up tall, you're this, a Christian This can't be real. Is it, it, I don't know if it's a parody or not, but it's the greatest thing I've ever heard. If they meant it to be this funny, they're geniuses. If they didn't, it's just tragic. Hey cuties, it's uh, it's Dutch with uh, Aaron, Elena, and uh, Chucky Tater Sex Chuckle Bear. I don't. Know, do you have a new nickname for him this week? I do not. I don't either. Do you have one for yourself? <laughs> yeah, can you give yourself a nickname? Any name that Chucky Tater Sacks just can't be topped. I'm sorry. Yeah, Chucky Tater Sacks. I was gonna say you're the biggest douchebag if you give yourself a nickname. <laughs> there was T-bone. no T Bone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. You call me T Bone. That's a Seinfeld restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you guys think about our uh, our homies there? They're the cutest old racist Christian couple I've ever seen. <laughs> Oh. They rap better than I do. Yeah, I mean it was it was 
impeccable, no doubt. They threw the N word out there way too late. I don't think they get it. I don't think they get that it's not okay. I don't know that they know that it's not okay. I think like there's like a teenage parishioner that was like, yeah, we should do this video to help reach out to the uh, community, get more uh, ethnic people here, get more people talking about Jesus with us. And one of the best ways to do it is to do a rap song. And we'll put it on public access. Yeah, we need to have that young person on this show. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think there were any young people involved. Like, I think they just saw like TRL one day, and they're like, "We gotta do a rap video." Well, well no, if somebody that, somebody had to had, had to tell them to take the R. Yeah, somebody had to tell them to take the R. That's true. I guess they do that pretty profoundly. <laughs> yeah, they make sh- uh, oh, Mary Sue's up. Spitting them hot bars, son. Mary Sue shakes that ass. She really does. <laughs> what do you guys think about this? You're a lame butt. That's, a lame my, favorite, butt. that's my favorite line in the whole thing. I've lame never called butt. anybody a lame butt in my life. I'm going to start. Gonna, yeah, I mean, yeah, we must start calling people lame butts. You know what? You're a lame butt. You go screw yourself. Bunch of lame butts. Bunch of lame butt knuckleheads. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's so it's so terrible that it's great. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things I've ever seen. It's really good. It's it's up there for me. See this here. This is what we might call accidental racism. I think it is accidental. I don't. Well, think they don't. They're just. They're really old. I think that they think that they're really like pushing the boundaries. They're hip. You know what I mean, they're 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 reaching out. Yeah. But I what what they did is create a wonderful song and a wonderful video that we yeah. can all enjoy. Well, it's part of Christianity that they think that they have to get it out there. And I mean, and that's a good thing on, on their part, but it is a great thing on our part because we get to enjoy that. Yes, we got to enjoy that. And I'm, I'm never going to stop enjoying it. No, never. Everyone won. See, that was accidental <laughs> racism. It's win, 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 win across yeah. the board. Earlier this week, we had some very on purpose racism. Yep. When. Um, President Barack Hussein Obamacare joined Twitter. Holy fuck. And the barrage of people calling him nigger and telling them they want to hang him and all this stuff was fucking incredible. Disturbing. I mean, no, I've gone back and forth with it. Disturbing is not actually what I... There are the people out there that it's just some idiot sitting around in his Nazi regalia <laughs> with America with Confederate flags hung all over the place. He's in a militia probably. Yeah, no doubt. I mean there's no probably about that. The KKK. Yeah. And they actually, if given the chance, would shoot him and consider it their duty and their and privilege. But then there's the people who are just, you know, Coward internet racist. Well, just yeah, I'm just going to drop. I'm going to call this president a, a nigger, and I'm going to get away with it because there's nothing they can do about it. Well, you know they can trace the accounts. By the way, people, they can trace those accounts. Yeah, there's a little something called the NSA. They can trace every poop you take, and they do. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. You get alerts like whenever you're not shitting <laughs> enough. They're like, suddenly you have a bunch of um, advertisements for like. You ate, a, you ate a lot of cheese yesterday. What's <laughs> going on over there? You might want to adjust your diet. Like it, they're really actually kind of doing a good thing. Like yeah. you, need, you need more fiber. We talked about fiber in the last episode. We did. Yeah, we did. Um, but the the same people that are on Twitter calling him names and telling them they're going to hang him are the same ones that if they ever see an actual black person in real life, they will um, not say anything 
even though they're super duper uh, racist white power people, they would just like cower in fear. I've seen it happen. Yeah. 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 yeah numerous times. Me as well. If I was uh, the president, I would like fuck with those people who said all that shit. Like I'd be like, let's get on these motherfuckers. I don't know if he's allowed to. Well, or I mean, I mean, you gotta. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's his last. You know, ter- you know, it's his last term, and he's, he's in not- the I don't give a fuck part of his presidency now. Like you guys are a bunch of fucking idiots. And I'm talking when he's talking to the you, you know the Republicans, especially John Boehner. I wish he would call John Boehner out, and they would have a Star Trek esque fucking fight in the middle of the Senate Senate room floor. That would be amazing. I mean, that's what needs to be done. John Boehner's the super duper tanned one. That cries yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he cries every time I see him. And he's from Ohio, which... Uh, fucking FIFO. Strike one, two, and three. I would, like, make... Um, like, those people that said all that shitty stuff, I would put, like, make black porn, like, pop up on their computer and it wouldn't mm-hmm. go away. That's awesome. And they'd be like, oh, my God, I didn't click this. Just, uh, and Elena for the win. That's That'd be so <laughs> constantly, funny. Constantly constantly send them NAACP spam. Yep. <laughs> Send, I would do it all the time. Uh, make uh, subscribe to Ebony for them. Yes. <laughs> make it to where their only only thing they can watch on TV is BET. And Oprah. And Oprah. <laughs> well, at least BET would get some watchers. Oh hey oh. Hey. <laughs> oh. Just have Martin reruns going all the time yes. on their fucking TV. Martin rules. In Cleveland. <laughs> the Cleveland show. <laughs> the Cleveland show. I love the Cleveland show. Rest in peace. Just everything that Oh, that would be so funny. That's what I would do. <laughs> Remember when they got Cleveland's mail on Family Guy? Look at this. Grape soda quarterly <laughs> on soda monthly. I haven't seen that. That's so funny. That's not right. It's funny, but it's not right. Hey, you can lay that one at Mr. McFarland's door. That's Aww. just funny. Somebody um, actually did a remix to the uh, rapping for Jesus. Let's take a listen to that. I'm in already. They they improved on greatness. They did. Well, I wrote this song for the Christian youth. I want to teach kids the Christian truth. If you want to reach those kids on the street. It actually sounds better. Yeah, it sounds fucking great. <laughs> I want to sneak that in on somebody and see if they actually like it and then call them out on it. That's pretty awesome. It is, huh? Are you being genuine when you said it was awesome? <laughs> I knew you didn't listen to the words. <laughs> <laughs> I only like the beat. I only like the beat. <laughs> You've been mysteriously silent, Aaron. Is there something weighing heavy on your mind? No, absolutely nothing. <laughs> Obviously so. No expounding. Come on. <laughs> what do you think of the rapping for Jesus? I think it's wonderful. That's about it. I, have, I don't have much to say. <laughs> well said. Well said. <laughs> I mean, how many superlatives can you throw at it? I mean, it's yeah. You know, I don't... We've we've really I'm not a real talky guy. <laughs> and you're doing a podcast. <laughs> well, I think they're they're definitely my favorite racist old couple that loves the Lord. But say okay, accidentally racist. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's let's. I mean, I mean my, the whole... favorite, my favorite racist old couple at Los Lord are my grandparents. So <laughs> Yeah, but they're not accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. Okay? They're blatantly. <laughs> I was having this discussion about racism. And I think intent 
dictates if you're really racist or if that's just the part of your time that you come from, okay? Such as, um, you can tell those old people on the Rapping for Jesus video are just nice people. They're just completely clueless about... They're trying to reach the kids, man. That's true. I just... Then there's the people on Twitter who are just blatantly racist and it's all hatred that drives what they say. Or, hey, look at this, what I put on Obama's Twitter. I, I would be, I would bet that 80% of the people who did that did it just so they could show their douchebag friends. Yeah, when they're hanging out at the gas station. Yeah, another 10 did it because they're uh, legitimately lunatic racists. And the other 10%... I don't think the people that really mean it have Twitter. I mean, they just, yeah, they, they don't just know what Twitter. Yeah, is. they can't read, so yeah. that would be kind of a bummer. I mean, so. they just use the fact that they can offend our president because of his color as a. Uh, yeah. What do you think that people would have tweeted to like other presidents if that was like a thing? Then go. Uh, the things that George Bush would have gotten Bush were fucking best. amazing. Would Clinton would have been, been fucking amazing. Yeah, Clinton would have been great. Lots of lots of uh, Twitter high fives for the yep. the BJ. Yeah, but Reagan would have been good. <laughs> well, Reagan would have you would have had you hunted down. I mean, he's well. Okay, I'm let's sorry, pretend like they the can't worst. do that. Mm-hmm. Let's pretend like they can't do that. Pretend like they can't do that. Yeah. And what would they have said to Reagan? Yeah, I loved you in bed time for Bonzo. <laughs> <laughs> we should do way to go beating the Ruskies. We should tweet like Abraham Lincoln. We should do like old school presidents and just like tweet them. Hey, what we should do is put a tweet to Abraham Lincoln on Obama's on Obama's Twitter. I think you're doing a good job, bro. <laughs> or it would be like, I, I never should have freed y'all, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. And see how many people retweet that as in this guy's got the right idea. Oh, There'd be a lot. I work with a lot of them. Yeah. But they don't know yeah. what Twitter is. Yeah, we all we all know a lot of them. But they do like to post like. Um, Super duper tea party stuff on the on the Facebooks about taking our guns and stuff. I, I don't remember any time he's tried to take our guns. No, I no. They but, see the tea party movement is just a bunch of racists who are trying to legitimately hide the fact that they don't like the fact that a black man is a president. They're just trying to say, I don't care for his politics. They don't have enough balls. You know, if you had the balls at least to come out and drop the n bomb on him then at least there would be a modicum of respect as in, well, you're really sticking to those guns as a much of a fucking lunatic as you are. At least you're sticking to them. Not, I don't, I, don't, I don't care if he's black. I disagree with his politics. Nine out of ten people who say that are fucking racist who don't have the courage to stick to it. I don't think he's better. The studio audience is on your side, they Chuck. Are. We haven't heard a lot of that from our studio audience. That's no, fucking crazy. They fucking hate us. Well, I think <laughs> <laughs> yeah. With the invi- we invite them every fucking. I, I let them in every time. <laughs> I think um, racism has always been funny to me because like they, they hate people because of the color of their skin, not the content of their character. Like uh, the good Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said, but I can find so many more motherfucking reasons to hate somebody than just the color of their skin. The, it's 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 almost a waste of time just to stop there. Well, I, I don't even think it's the color of their skin. I, I, I think that there is an, an inherent class system in the United States, and the fact that we have so many people who 
I mean, if you've ever seen the movie Mississippi Burning, if you guys haven't seen that, anybody listening to this, do yourself a favor and go out and pick up a copy of that film. It's fucking amazing. And Gene Hackman's character is from the South, but he's working with the FBI. And he's telling a story to Willem Dafoe about his dad and a, a farmer named Monroe down the street who had a donkey. And he was doing better than Gene Hackman's dad. And they poisoned that donkey. And Gene Hackman said when he looked at his dad, he said, I'd know he'd done it. And he was ashamed. And he looked at me and said, son, if you're no better than a nigger, who are you better than? Jeez. That's exactly what people think. They have to be, be We The class system is so in, entrenched in American society that you have to feel better than somebody. And if you're in the South, who are you going to feel better than if you're poor? Is black people. If a black person is doing financially better than you, holy shit, you're just scum of fucking society. You're fucking pissed. Yeah. Well, they feed you like rainbows and unicorns. Like, oh, like but everything's going to happen. I heard rainbows me. and unicorns, which would which be a, is way better than yeah, rainbows. So and much unicorns. better than. Can you rainbows. imagine rain, Rambo rainbow. riding into a battle on a unicorn? <laughs> I can, and I just got a boner. That is the most awesome fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. I wish that that somebody needs to make that movie. If we have any talented <laughs> listeners out there, fucking make a little short of Rambo riding in on a unicorn and fucking up some Viet Cong. <laughs> or whoever he fought. I don't know who he fought. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, matter who he Make fights. Make it so, like, CGI. Like, I want it to be over-the-top ridiculous. <laughs> like, I want it to be a cartoon unicorn. <laughs> Laser beams. But real Rambo. Real Rambo. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to have to get Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, I think he would him. sign on. Are, are you it. shitting me? He At least right, Frank Stallone. He'll do anything. If, if, we, if we get Frank Stallone to do it, that'd be fine. But we will have to let him do the soundtrack. <laughs> well, fuck, we could get He'll Frank Stallone li- here with a sandwich. I mean, all he has to do is ever does. Like hey, Frank, free sandwiches. sandwiches. <laughs> I'll be there tomorrow. We have cheese sandwiches. Those are the worst sandwiches. <laughs> no, cheese sandwiches. I love cheese best. sandwiches. <laughs> I do. Uh, I, I like a good cheese sandwich. I'm going to have to break ranks with that one. Like but no, like, like, <laughs> like, going back, though, like, I don't know, you're kind of told, like, oh, you can be whatever you want to be, and... You know, you can dream up whatever. And I mean, that's great. But at the same time, like, nobody gives a fuck about you. Like, let's pretend like things aren't going to be handed to you on a silver platter. Yeah. Now, now, like, uh, I don't think it's Little League, but like minor league games, the one below Little League, they don't keep score or anything. And the coaches pitch to the kids. And I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. Whenever I was in minor league, I was fucking throwing chin music at people trying to back them off of my motherfucking plate. I'm eight years old and you're crowding my motherfucking plate. No, we did have you to have... You sound like Cosmo Kramer with that, by the <laughs> way. He threw everybody had to play. There was like a rule, like everybody had to play in Little League. When yeah, I yeah, there's still that. Yeah, that's still... But that's ridiculous. No, uh, you uh, get two innings and bat no, once. No, 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 not that. I'm saying the whole like not keeping score. Yeah, not keeping score is dumb. What is this fucking... You have to learn ball? how to lose. Yeah, because you're going to lose. I mean, most of your life is fucking losing, let's be honest. It's true, but... Not, I don't know. It's just, it's weird. Well, I mean, I, I quote, this is an odd person to quote. I mean, especially considering the current climate with the guy. And Rand? <laughs> no, I will the never. Duggers. I will never ever quote, quote the Duggars. No, I won't quote the Duggars on anything other than. We'll get into that later. Yeah. <laughs> but Arnold Schwarzenegger said himself, he said, success. No, is- no, no. If you're going to quote Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, you have, you to. have to do it in Arnold Schwarzenegger's voice. I can't do it in the best voice you can. Can't never could. Just try. <laughs> just try. I can only do monosyllabic screaming when it well, comes to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, just back get off the out, mic. Get out! <laughs> just, Not bad. Just try to do a Arnold as you do the quote, please. 
please and thank you. Don't be afraid to fail. <laughs> a little bit of Irish mixed in with that. Yeah, it's terrible. I am not a Schwarzenegger. Don't be afraid to fail. Is that the end of the quote? Yeah, well, I mean, that is, uh, in essence, the quote as well, because that was a failure of Schwarzenegger accent. <laughs> but <laughs> I thought it was a fine Schwarzenegger <laughs> accent. But see, you were afraid to fail. I was before I ever started. But do you feel better now? No. We all have fun. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> I think it, I think it was uh, the great philosopher uh, Plato that said, you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. <laughs> Did he really say that? I have no fucking clue. <laughs> That's a really good one, though. Might have been Michael Jordan, actually. I don't know. <laughs> Michael Jordan's a great philosopher, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and had to lose $100 million at the track. <laughs> but he won... One six rings, son. It's that evil mustache telling him what he, to do. He makes it all back with the uh, the Nazi stash. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it could it couldn't be a white guy that tried to bring back the Hitler stash. No, it could. So Michael Jordan, while he's while he's pimping Haynes T-shirts, he's like, you know what? For this commercial, fuck it. We're going with the Hitler stash. <laughs> and the producer's like. Guys, Michael Jordan wants to do a Hitler stash. And they say, well, how much do you want? Let him do it. Yeah. He's Michael fucking yeah. Jordan. What Nobody else can sell these know? t-shirts. <laughs> you think Dikembe Mutombo could sell these t-shirts? You think Muggsy Bogues is going to sell these fucking undershirts? Muggsy Bogues could have sold them in the 90s, sir. He, he might have been yeah, able to. Jerry West could have sold those t-shirts. In the 50s and 60s, yeah. Hey. Zeke from Cabin Creek. He's actually from Shillian. But his nickname was Zeke from Cabin Creek. That's true. So. Misnomer. Nothing I can do about that. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> Anyways, I think his evil mustache is what makes him make bad decisions. It's kind of like the devil that sits on his face. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just imagine that mustache with the face looking up at him. It has like, like it's eyebrow. <laughs> If you look, his mustache is never even. <laughs> One up, rolls up higher than the other. Do like, do kids now like know how awesome Michael Jordan was? Like, I feel like I'm getting really old. I don't think they do. I think they think LeBron is the like be all end all. He can fuck himself. Like, seriously, LeBron's pretty. I mean, pretty, he's good. Pretty but badass. He's really good, but I'm like, I don't think people really like remember, or they don't know. It's weird. You know what one celebrity I wish would go away? Him and his stupid fucking hair and his... Which one? Fucking Tom Brady. Son of a bitch. I hate that fucking guy. Why? Well, he cheats. Because his hot wife? He's a prick. He's, uh, he yells at his offensive linemen who do all the fucking work. He's a... Uh... Every quarterback yells at their offensive linemen. Yeah. He also buys them $30,000 watches. Fair enough. <laughs> that makes it okay. Yeah, but as far as the whole cheating thing where they deflated the balls, at halftime of that game where they beat the fuck out of the Colts, they changed the balls back to normal, and they beat them even worse. And okay. the ES ESPN did a study that they buried since uh, that um, taking the air out of the balls is actually a disadvantage to Tom Brady. Okay, well... Uh, I Granted, I'm not you know I'm I'm not a pro football guy. I'm a college. I watch college football. Me too. I do. I cannot watch pro football. There's too many 
egos at stake. There's too much. It's like a big, I don't know. It is capitalism on parade on the. And there, the NFL know. is a uh, was a nonprofit organization, but they had to stop that because the if it was a nonprofit, they would have had to disclose how much the commissioner makes, and now they don't have to. So, so they went to a for profit organization. Well, fucking nonprofit. They bring in billions and billions of dollars a year. Yeah, they it's do. It's just amazing how much money they make. It's incredible. Like, it's insane. Well, and then the priorities of the country are completely out of whack. We have school teachers who can't even eat, get paid nothing. We have people, you know, we have soldiers. We have United States soldiers risking their lives and everything. Some of them for, what, 18 grand a year? And we're paying some fucking idiot $100 million to play football? I'm not paying the guy $100 million no, to play I'm football. No, I'm saying the system pays them. Yeah, the, they, it, the owners pay them that. If we wanted to pay... Um, I see like conservative people share like memes all the time of um, a, a soldier defending our freedom shouldn't make ten thousand or thirty thousand dollars a year, and a football player makes ten million. Well, I mean, I, I'm all aboard of uh, I'm all I'm on on board with paying the soldiers more, but that's going to come out of our tax dollars, and and the peop the same people that share those uh, memes about that don't want to be taxed at all. Okay. I, I, I get that. I mean, I, I see the other side of it that, you know, also the sport of the NFL makes so much money. And I, and I think the guys who do, do put their lives and they are putting their lives at risk, an extremely dangerous sport. It fucks you up real bad. Yeah. It's the, the, the potential for, you know, I even had a, a, a discussion with a guy who's from England. And he liked rugby. Rugby's and dope. It, rugby is dope. But the fact is, is that, the potential for injury in rugby is great, but the potential for catastrophic injury in in the NFL is much higher. Yeah, because the athletes are much so smart, much better yeah, and, and larger and stronger, and the equipment the way they equip the equipment they wear turns them essentially into a weapon, mm-hmm. so they can kill someone very easily. So I understand that I get that, but I, I, I am saying that it also creates a group of young men who are given immense wealth at such a young age and don't know how to handle it. You know, there are notable exceptions, guys who have never gotten in trouble, guys who got in trouble, learned their lesson, moved on, you know, and stuff. I used to say I dislike pro athletes. That's not necessarily true. I don't dislike them. I just think that there is a system set up where they're just completely unprepared and they are the gladiators of their day. I mean, they're, they're, you know, and, and there, there's not really a system in place that can actually prepare them. I mean, they try to do the rookie symposium thing where they tell them about all this and all that, and don't fucking hire your friends to be in your entourage yeah, yeah, and yeah. your bodyguards and shit because one those, those are the same dudes that you grew up with, and you might have came from a bad neighborhood, and they're, they were still in that bad neighborhood. They didn't go to get to go to Michigan and play football, right? And uh, then you come out and you get drafted, and all of a sudden, you have twenty million dollars. And you're still the kid from wherever you're from, not used to having anything, and then you just fucking lose it. I I would lose it. I would go fucking ape shit. I think most of us would. I I, I don't. But I don't know. I just. Well, the way we could stop it is by people to not tune in. Like that's the way to. But it'll never happen. No, it'll they make never so much money, and that's how come they can pay them so much. Well. I, and and to be quite frank, college football is not any better nowadays. No. College no, football is no. getting just as bad as pro. I mean, you have a bunch of kids who don't have to go go to class. You know, you know, it is a system of 
entitlement because you're a great athlete. Now, I don't think that they should be penalized for being a great athlete. That's not fair either. But I do think that somebody should try to bring it back to reality and say, listen, the odds, and especially the, the guys who aren't going to be quite good enough to make it, the odds of you making it, let's put this in perspective. 99% of college players aren't going to the oh, NFL. But let's, yeah. Yeah, I, I try to break it down to somebody this way. I said, listen, okay, say you're a high school football player. You're a good high school football player. That puts you in a top 1%. Then you're a top 1% of being a football player that can go to a 1A school. Then you're a top 1% of a kid who's able to play in the NFL. Then you're a top 1% of a kid who's able to play in the NFL and play with any kind of acumen where you're going to get paid that amount of salary. Then you're in a top 1% where you can do that over a, a number of seasons. Then you're in a top 1% of you can get in the Pro Bowl and make a living at it. You are a ridiculous fraction of a percent that is a professional athlete, especially in football. Well, so, it's not all ability, though. A lot of it's politics and fucking schmoozing and um, as, uh, uh, getting to the NFL nah. they don't give a flying fuck what your uh, criminal record is or anything if you can if you can play ball you're yeah 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 we're gonna bring in we're gonna try to deal with all that shit like Aaron Hernandez the guy that got convicted of murder the worst thing that could ever happen to him was being drafted back to New England because he was from Connecticut and he was in a bad neighborhood hung out with uh, people that aren't that great I guess mm-hmm he goes to New England. They're right down the road. He's still hanging out with his buddies from back home. And he's yeah. still doing the shit that he did he's an, when he's, he was a kid. Yeah, he's the same idiot, but now he's got $20 million in his pocket. Yeah. yeah. I think so. it, I think it ended, uh, he played a few years in the NFL. I think he ended up being more like 40 Yeah, at, at, by the end of it. It's a wonder he's not dead. Uh, yeah. With, well, somebody else is. Somebody, 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 somebody else is. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, luckily, not more people are. Yeah, that's true. I guess that's a good way to look at it. But no, it's just, it's like working in admissions. I'm so glad I don't work for a D1 school. It's such a gross gray area recruitment. Really? Oh my gosh. They don't give a shit. Like, I mean, if you're a really, really good player and they want you, like your grades and stuff don't matter. Yeah. You're not going to class anyway. <clears throat> you're not going to class. Like you, um, UNC got in trouble for like making up making up that these kids were getting grades for classes. Like, mm-hmm. they were basically, they got degrees that they didn't earn. It's just a bunch of yeah. bullshit. And they got in big trouble. Yeah, and they should. Like, it's not fair. Yeah, they should. And, I, you know, I agree with that wholeheartedly. I, I just think that... Because what happens to these these ball players that they don't make it to the NFL and then they don't really, they didn't really earn their degree. You know what I mean? Like, they're fucked. Yeah. yeah, and then when, when they don't – we've seen it with players at West Virginia. Uh, yeah. When they don't really make it in the NFL, they they come back to West Virginia because they have a little bit of fame here. Mm-hmm. and Or they maybe go to Canada and play. A yeah. lot of the basketball players go over to Europe. But if they don't get to do that, they come back here and they try to do, like, commercials for car – like, car dealerships. Yeah. Shit like that. Like, they do the local commercial. I mean – I still see Major Harris in commercials for like some uh, payday lending company. Yeah, Major Harris at the uh, Charleston Lightning games. Yeah, yeah and hit, but the Saturday thing, night thing. I feel bad for Major Harris though because you know if you really think about it, and I know we're veering way off topic. We're usually we're usually fucking laser point focus on topic too. Well, no, no, I'm saying <laughs> usually the way we run really? it's it's, it's Dick and Major Harris. We'll end up we'll end up doing that. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I'm just saying that he's huge. He is 
if you go back and watch the tape uh, of his career, Major Harris was Michael Vick before there was Michael Vick. There was, there was not an offensive system in place for him to fit in the NFL or even in the CFL. He didn't do that well in the CFL either. So he was unfortunate in the fact that he was way ahead of his time. I remember my dad took me to almost every home game when Major Harris played. Without fail, they were kicking the shit out of somebody. I remember they beat Penn State 63-20 to 20 or something. And that was the year the Penn State joined the Big Ten, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. It was supposed to be a blowout on the other side. I mean, you have to understand that that's, you know, college football and those guys who play, sometimes it's just an unfortunate situation. Then you have the Michael Vicks. As I say that, Major Harrison, comparing Major Harrison and Michael Vick, Michael Vick, you don't deserve one hour of your freedom ever again in your whole fucking life. I don't care what happens. I'm going on record and saying that. because because of the dog thing. Yes, I have seen videos, I have seen pictures, I have seen, you know, and as a dog person, an animal that 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 whole thing, they should have buried that fucker underneath that jail. That is what they should have done to him. Any any other private citizen had done that and not been a professional athlete and go back, you know, in the city of Philadelphia, fucking shame on you. Shame on you for hiring that fuck back. He should have never gotten another job in his goddamn life. He should be down there washing cars somewhere. I mean, that's and that's if you want to change the perception of professional athletics, you can't do that. You can't hire people like that back. Sorry, rant over. Oh, it's the best. Well, I think Tom Brady wouldn't have gotten in trouble if he would have just like smacked Giselle. <laughs> yeah, uh, he got four a uh, four game suspension for cheating, and then um, after uh, Ray Rice fucking threw an overhand fucking That's right the hardest video and ever knocked seen. out his wife, and then kicked her around, and he got two games. Yeah, and then they were hiding the video, and yeah. then the video comes out, it's, and it's hard to watch. Oh, it's fucking ridiculous. So they uh, they suspend him for the whole season after people actually see what he did. He had to drag her body out of the elevator. <laughs> Like it's, I mean, he knocked her the fuck out. Yeah, I saw the video. It was pretty brutal, man. It's it fucking was, terrible. It's like Bill Burr said. You ever seen them? You ever seen them fall? They're like toddlers. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, she she lost consciousness as soon as he connected. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, she's out. Well, her head hit the handrail also. Yeah. <sighs> and people, is she okay? Like, was she? No, they, they got married. They got married. Yeah, they're still together. Well, she money man. She's a fucking idiot, man. She she wanted that cheddar, son. She wanted that D. <laughs> hey, maybe he does have some good dick. Maybe that's how they play. I don't know. Maybe they're just maybe that's <laughs> what they're into. I don't know. But they were recording their that uh, video. Their porn. <laughs> that video does not seem like the start of love making to me. It seems maybe, like the start of a war. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that right hook took away my cotton badge in about two <laughs> seconds. <laughs> I juiced right up. Ew. Ew. I juiced. It was right like the up. fucking Amazon. <laughs> oh, gross. Well, then CoverGirl got into a bunch of shit right after that happened because they did like this NFL um, campaign or whatever, and like the Baltimore was their big one, and they had a girl with like the Ravens makeup or whatever, and then like everybody just like took it and put bruises all over her face and shit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we were talking about it in my class. Like people went nuts with that picture, and CoverGirl had to like. I just call that good comedic time. I love That's- I love when the internet gets a hold of something and just oh fucking God. beats it to death. Oh, it, it was. You can't hide dope. anything anymore. It's so fucking dope. Hold on, I have to find it for you. Well, yeah, and it's. I mean, it, that's the double-edged sword, too. I mean, because now we have to see the videos of all the, uh, 
Rapping Jesus. Hey, no, we don't. We didn't have to see that. We got to see that. <laughs> we were blessed to see that. Hashtag blessed. I'm, I'm, I'm going to church tomorrow. That to, we are quite literally. I'm going to church tomorrow. I'm going to wear my big clock like Flavor Flav. <laughs> so this is the original picture. It's very nice, right? Very nice. So and very then gorgeous woman. this is what one of them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then CoverGirl like refused to pull the ad. Like they refused. It was. I was like, what are you guys doing? Like, Do they realize that most women don't watch football anyway. Well, it's like the one team. You know what I mean? Like there were plenty of other teams to pick. Like yeah. they didn't have to to do that one. I don't know. It was just really weird. You could have picked the Dolphins. Nobody gives a fuck about the Dolphins. Yeah, right. They still have what? a team. Laces out. You know, you know how families are NFL. Like, yeah, you have your one NFL team. Like, my dad raised me as a Dolphins fan. I was always yeah. a Dolphins fan. Mm-hmm. Why is that? I had a little stuffed. I don't know why that is. Yeah, my dad was a Cowboys fan. I had a stuffed fan. Dan Marino growing up. Like a, we never watched Like a wrestling NFL, buddy. Really. See, I, that's one thing that here in West Virginia, the logical choice for for. West Virginia football fans is, uh, in my opinion, and I don't like them, but I'm saying Pittsburgh is a logical choice. Pittsburgh is a very similar place to West Virginia. It's a working class town. Well, logistically, it's really close. Yes, exactly. Too. It's it's yeah, Pittsburgh and Cincinnati, or you can just choose whoever you whoever's winning at the time. That's what kids in grade school. Well, yeah. (laughs) And then there's and then there's the people who you know that that. No offense to the Dallas Cowboy fan, because there's a bunch of them out there. You know what? Fuck Dallas Cowboy fans. Seriously, fuck them. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna go. Around, yeah, fuck them. But I'm gonna the, say the owner did tag themselves the uh, the American team. Yeah, America's oh, team. Gross. Yeah. How about them Cowboys? Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess. And we live in a state where a, a few of those Cowboy fans were delusional, thinking that people from West Virginia. Well, it's because we're Cowboys in that state. I said I don't see a lot of fucking pastures around here. I, don't, I see the sides of fucking mountains. Are we Cowboys? I mean, what the fuck is wrong with you? I can't. You know, Im- I can't imagine trying to drive a herd of cattle through West Virginia yeah, in the 1700s. That, yeah, that'd be fucking horrific. <laughs> that'd be terrible. Climb the mountain, Betsy. <laughs> I know you can barely get down a hill on your own power, <laughs> but we're going to take you up the side of a jagged fucking mountain. Come on, but learn from the goats. But you know, I liked. I remember picking the team that I, I and I used to watch pro football, and I picked the team, the Vikings, simply because I like the Vikings from history. That was the only reason I picked them. <laughs> See, I was so, with the Vikings with uh, Randy Moss and yeah, Culpepper and Randy Moss, uh, fucking Carter, Carter. All yeah. he does is catch touchdowns. I mean, it was a beautiful I remember, team for a minute there. I remember getting into it for a few seasons, and I really liked the uh, Titans when it was Eddie George and was it Steve McNair? Uh, rest in peace. Yeah. I remember watching that team. Yeah, they were pretty good. Yeah. That was really the only time I ever got into it, though. I like Daddy. I remember Daddy George playing for Ohio State. That's one of the reasons I, you know. I don't know why I picked them. I cannot, I was young. I don't really remember, but we never really got into NFL. I just love rooting against the Steelers just to piss everyone off. Oh, yeah. yeah it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, Fuck them. There like, are, they're, in their own way, they're as obnoxious as the Cowboy fans. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Ugh. Just, I'm like, get over yourself. Your quarterback's a rapist. <laughs> he's like, like he's he like fucking su- kills it. He's a, he's a superhero in the world of rape. Yeah. <laughs> you got Cosby. <laughs> he's right below and Cosby. And Ben rapes her burger. <laughs> Sounds like they should be the dynamic duo. Like he's like Robin like to the, Cosby as Batman. Yeah, the, the worst <laughs> dynamic duo ever. Like, They're the worst. You don't want to see them come in a, in a dark alley trying to solve a problem. <laughs> 
Don't drink anything they give you. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I brought my own water. Uh. I brought a case of water, actually. I'll never be thirsty again. <laughs> I, I stumbled upon an article on vice.com that showcases fathers and their daughters. Uh, they went to like a purity prom. What's a purity prom? I'm going to explain that to you. Okay. So a photographer went around and took pictures of people taking their taking their kids to purity proms. It's like a Christian thing where the daughter sort of promises herself to her father until she gets married. She'll obey her father and do all this stuff and not have sex. And they like take prom photos together, mm-hmm. such as this, where, mm-hmm. you know, uh, for the listeners at home, you know, the classic prom picture where the girl, you line up at a 45 degree angle and the guy gets behind the girl, and he puts his arms around her waist. Way fucking creepy. They do that with their dads. That guy has a boner right now. It's well, so I mean, fucking creepy, dude. Well, I mean, if if anything's going to keep some young man from not wanting to fuck your daughter, it's those pictures. Yeah. And I, just, I made a mistake. They're not purity proms. They're purity balls. <laughs> <laughs> She has her ass right up against yeah. my purity balls. Like, like literally, it's it's like they're doing like a, a dance. Like here's one from Texas. The guy's in front of a big oil derrick or some shit. Yeah. He's like looking at her really creepy. Yeah, he's looking at her really creepy. I mean, I think it's a I think sweet. that's the only way he can look at anybody. Your virginity the next is one's mine. Cute. The next one's kind of sweet. Oh, where he's holding his daughter. Yeah, that one's mm. kind of cute. But the, the creepy one with like the cross in the background, that was kind of weird. And here, there's one with a dad with two... Maybe Very a, young, girls. maybe a six-year-old and a, and a three-year-old. I don't think that one's too too creepy. That's that well, I mean, like, I mean, that just looks like a family. picture. I know it looks like a family picture, but the I like story the suit the guy's it, wearing. I don't, I don't know. He's like your virginity is mine until you find a man. From now on, That's see, kind of I, I, I see that is a creepy weird. concept. <laughs> that is a that I, one's I don't... really rapey looking. Yes, <laughs> but he's I, been watching too many Steelers. I, <laughs> 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 well, he did have a Roethlisberger jersey on. I mean, too and many he was eating Cosby. a pudding pop. <laughs> too many Cosby shows, man. Yeah, they, I mean, it's they I, need to change those to the Bill Cosby ball. Don't eat the Jello. <laughs> <laughs> it's a special recipe of Jello. <laughs> oh, you wake up and your dads are disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I, I get what they're trying to do with it. You know. And and I have and you know my daughter. I I mean, I want her to date. And you have to have a picture taken like that with your daughter. I I will not. You should. Please, that will never ever happen. That's good. But it, you know, it's because there's two camps with this. You have the people who are, again, America is. They've always said it's a land of extremes, and it really, really is. You've got the people on this side who say, well, you know, they have to be virgins and pure and this and that. And I, that's not the world we're operating in. I'm sorry. That no. is over. Well, it never it's has done. been. It's so easy to fuck now. Yeah. I mean, they've got, they've got fuck book and there's friend Snapchat, finder. There's Snapchat, dude. You yeah. know how many dicks are selling Oh, yeah. There's <laughs> most of internet traffic is teenagers just firing off dick pics. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> but, no. then you, but then you've got the other side who... Life's a party. Woo! It will be debauched in this shit. You know, can we not find a happy medium in there somewhere? As in, you know, all right, kids, go out. Be back by 11. Hey, like they used to do. Just try to be 
<laughs> try to be somewhat responsible. Understand that things yourself. are going to happen, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, be safe. Have. When I was a kid, we went to the sock hop. We listened to Richie Valens and the Big Bopper. <laughs> we went to make we, out point. <laughs> we were home by 7.30, and we ate dinner with our families. <laughs> we had hamburger sandwiches and french fried potatoes. <laughs> Mom would make sloppy joes. And malts. <laughs> We'd share a straw. So weird. <laughs> weird. But I mean, people were banging back then. Let's not pretend like... Yeah, people, it's changed. People, yeah, they were still banging. They, yeah. it. they just didn't talk about it. That was the thing. Yeah, like, now, now, now they're not posting selfies post sex. Like, right. I mean, now I think the difference is people. I let them have all three holes tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Purity. They, I don't know who did their PR, but Purity Balls is a really terrible balls. name. Balls. Balls. <laughs> balls. Like, balls. Purity balls. Prom balls. would have been better. Balls. <laughs> Would you consider balls. that you have yourself a set of purity balls? My balls are very pure. I just cleaned them out earlier today. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> it's like ACDC. Weren't they abnormally concerned with balls in a lot of their songs? Well, yeah. Well, they're from are they New Zealand or Australia or both? Australia. Okay. I mean, have you ever met an Australian? No. They walk up to you, sack out. Is that right? Yeah, that's a traditional greeting. They they touch balls. Yeah, I learned something today. Like Europeans like kiss each other's cheeks. Like yeah, <laughs> Australians it's just, just bang like, balls together. They're like yeah, they down just, under. They just clang. <laughs> they just clang their sacks together. Oh gross! And uh, then you have a conversation about wallabies. I don't know. <laughs> Great white shacks. <laughs> I did like those Foster's commercials, though. They used to be kind of cool. Foster's is a pretty good beer, actually. It was. It was. Still I like is. It, I like it better than Heineken. A lot uh, better than Heineken. Heineken tastes like skunky uh, asshole. I want to like it like because piss. their commercials look so fun. Yeah, but it, it, <laughs> I just don't like it. Maybe it, maybe I'm white trash. I'll take Miller Lite. No, it, it's Miller Lite's it's good not. beer. When, when I drank, I drank. I think... Budweiser was my favorite. I mean, just regular old Budweiser was my favorite beer. High test shit right there. In a pinch. I mean, a, a Miller Lite was, was good. A Bud Light, uh, I didn't really care for. I spent, I spent a lot of years on Natty Light. Hey, <sighs> who didn't, buddy? You could buy... Oh, God, it was so fun. You can buy so it much was, Natty was, Light. You could get a pallet of it for eight bucks. <laughs> it was Seriously. a wondrous time. And then they came out with Natty Ice. Natty Ice was so really you could good. you fucked up on like four Natty Ices. Yeah, that was like my beer pong. Uh, beer. We didn't want to use the, the more expensive stuff. <laughs> what was the more expensive stuff? Miller Lite. Bush. <laughs> yeah, Bush. <laughs> hey, let's go get some Miller Lite. It was sorry there, Rockefeller. We gotta go yeah. get some. <laughs> oh, too rich for my blood. I'm gonna be drinking the Schlitz over here in the corner. You want me to go in the doghouse? <laughs> oh, gosh. No, I remember when I lived in Ohio, there was a beer that you could get in Cleveland. Called Old Style. And if you ever had a chance, drink that beer. Because you can get a case for like $7. It is something ridiculous. And it was the strongest domestic fucking beer I think I've ever had. It was pretty delicious, too. Ridiculous. $7 for a fucking case. Yeah. What was a case of Natty back then? Like nine, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, Something like that. 
Jesus. God, the headaches. The fucking headaches. It's true. Yeah, that was bad. Kind of. Steel Reserve. Hey. That's not bad. No, it's not bad, but it's just. Um, Iron, Iron, Iron City beer is not too shabby. I don't know. I've been Pittsburgh out of the beer thing. game for a bit, so it's. I haven't had it since I lived near Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, what a town. Setting of the Dark Knight Rises, by the way, people. Yeah. Did you guys see uh, Los Angeles raise their citywide minimum wage to $15 an hour? How about that? Have the Republicans marched out there en masse with torches and fucking pitchforks trying to take down City Hall? I don't think so, but 15 bucks an hour in, uh, in L.A., I'm guessing you're still going to need a roommate and everything. Yeah, it's, it's super-duper expensive. Cost of livings. But still, I mean, that... That would probably be equivalent to like what? What was How the previous is, minimum wage? Uh, probably whatever the national is. What's ours now? Is it seven seventy? Five it something seven, like that. Something like that. I think it would be like equivalent to maybe bumping up to like nine, nine or ten. Yeah, around here. Yeah. Maybe. Everybody bitches about raising the minimum wage, and they're like, "The fucking Big Mac's gonna cost six dollars." Stop eating Big Macs, you cunt. Go eat some real fucking food. Jesus Christ. Everybody worries about the price of Big Macs and fucking McDonald's and Taco yeah, Bell. Who is that vested in the fact that yeah. I have to pay a dollar extra for a fucking Big Mac? Well, how many times a fucking week are you eating them, you fucking idiot? Hey, if a Big Mac is uh, $7, a McDouble, you can have seven of those bastards for... Those are raised, too. Those will raise to like a dollar eighty six. Don't don't you understand that if God. we give a wage to people that they can actually live on, and not have to go to the government for assistance, that we're all fucked. The United States will collapse. Well, I don't think they'll ever raise it here too high because so many people depend on uh, like food stamps and everything. Like, and they don't want. I don't think they really want to be off of it. Well. I don't think they do either. I, and there's that part of the of the argument. I, there are going to be always those people who don't want to work. Yeah, there's there's a one like maybe a two percent of people that uh, I'm just gonna take this mailbox check and fucking chill and do a little bit of side work under the table. Yeah, if I it, need to. it used to piss me off. Like when um, my last retail job, I watched people come in. I mean, the first of the month's the worst, but they would come in. I watched this family spend like $50 in Valentine's Day candy. And I was like, Jesus, I, I can't fucking do that. Like, yeah. that's bullshit. Who needs that much fucking candy? Nobody. But, but, they, but they had to spend it. You know what I mean? Like, they were getting ready to lose all of that money for the next month. It's fucking But like the good, the good food, that like the vegetables and fruits and all that stuff that they would actually need are so fucking expensive. That's what they, they end up getting. They are. It's bullshit. That's exactly. And then you had these fucking morons all over the internet. Uh, we want to make it. Uh, we think it's okay to make it illegal for them to buy steak and seafood. Oh, God. With, that's with, ridiculous. I was like, what, what, what the fuck do you care what they spend it on? You know, they, as long as they're not out like drink. Like, I don't think they should be able to buy like beer and shit with it. I you can, no, of course, exactly. Not. But like, I mean, if they want to buy steaks and vegetables and. Yummy food, they How should. How dare you be fucking healthy? And then it's the same people. Well, I see what they buy when they get their food stamps. They're a bunch of fat fucks. They buy a Mountain Dew and they do this. I was like, well, what do you... It's because you, you can get a fucking two liter Mountain Dew for 99 cents. Exactly. It's a fucking, exactly. A fucking... 12 ounce or 16 ounce bottle of water is a dollar eighty. That's crazy. Like, how is water more expensive? God, Americans are so dumb. Like, when did we decide that we needed bottled water? Like, they've been shipping the shit in from like out of the country, and they're when like, they, these people are fucking dumb. When they re- <laughs> eased restrictions on water pollution, see, the United States at one point, and I'm t- I'm lifting from a Lewis Black uh, 
bit here, but this is exactly true. He said, when I was a kid, you could go to any spigot in the house and get cool, clean water, and it's good, and you could drink it, and there was no danger of you, virtually no danger of you getting sick. He said, but we're just going to let industry dictate to us and to the United States government how clean we can make the water and how many particulates we can have and how much per million. Get the fuck out of here. This is water. This is water. This is the source of life that we need. And you're going to say it's okay to have intoxicants, not intoxicants, but toxins in it? There, there, there's no, you cannot do that. Make them pay to clean up their fucking mess. Yeah. That's, that's it. Yeah. They make enough money, they can clean up their fucking mess. And so we can have clean air and water. Fuck them. Fuck them in the ear like you, Don Blankenship, you piece of fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> Fuck Don Blankenship. It's <laughs> uh, funny. This has been quite the serious ep. So you guys ready to change that? <laughs> <laughs> Am I? <laughs> Would I? <laughs> Let's go to uh, the subreddit of the week. From the sky we look so R slash poop. Was it make up barricades and graves? You heard that right, folks. R slash poop. Go to Reddit and check it out. See what it's all about. All right. You will, all right. You will no doubt. Remember. You will no doubt never forget the things <laughs> that you see. <laughs> had, a, had a bit of news on the child molestation front this week. Cool. Um, one of the people from that uh, 37 Kids and Counting show um, admitted to uh, diddling some children when he was a kid. Including yeah. a couple of his sisters. Yeah. Yeah, and they covered it up. How about that? What was it? He took his, uh, the father took his, the molestinator to his pastor, and then they put him put him in like some sort of work camp for like six weeks, and then they went to the police, and the police were like, oh, that's okay. Well, it's in, it's the same group of people who believe you can pray the gay away. I love that so much. That's you you awesome. remember uh, the, um, the dude, uh, what's that, the preacher, he has one of the mega churches. In Joe Osteen, no, not not Jimmy Osteen. Swaggart, not Jimmy Swaggart. Um, God. I hate Joe Osteen. Just to let you know, <laughs> who doesn't? The preacher. He had he had like a mega church, and I can't think of his name right now. But he um was caught doing meth and having sex with male prostitutes. What? Yeah, and like what they did to get the gay out of him to just wash it out was they took him and. Put him in a uh, basically a camp, like a, a retreat with a bunch of other pastors, and they just prayed the whole time. And now he doesn't like cocks in his mouth anymore, and he doesn't like meth. At oh, least, he... the, at least that's the front he's presenting. When in real life, he wants cock so bad. He well, wants a cock covered with meth, <laughs> 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 like like pop rocks. <laughs> <laughs> That's all he thinks about. <laughs> he's like he's got he's got like a mobile above his bed that's just cocks and balls yeah. and buttholes just and if he has it around I, I pray to God he hears this broadcast because he's really gonna try that. Oh my god. <laughs> and the mobile plays uh, Macho Man yeah. by the uh <laughs> by the village people as it's rotating. <laughs> bing, bong, bing, bong, bing. He added some blue meth just for for decoration. Yeah. 
Oh, God. But no. it, it seems like all the people that are way against uh, gays and gay marriages, not all of them, of course, but like all the, all the, uh, the people that get caught are like preachers, politicians, caught on the down low getting some gay stuff going on. Well, it's, did Jimmy Swaggart? Did he was his uh, just a prostitute? Or no, he banged Jessica Hahn. Was I think. Oh, was okay. it? Was, yeah, it was Jessica Hahn. Or was that um, Jim, Jim Baker? Baker. Is Jim Baker? It, they, no, Jim they Baker. Run, I think they both. I think. Did. No, I think. I think <laughs> they, Swaggart, they Eiffel Tower Jessica just, Hahn. Yeah, that's awesome. He supposedly was just like jerking off to a prostitute. Like paid her to, and he did the whole confession thing on TV. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's, he's on television again. He's on channel. Fucking a he's on television. Channel I've sixteen. Seen, yeah, so is seen his him. son. What is it? So is his son. He's got a son. Yes, Jimmy Swaggart. Yeah, and he's just as big a mental furball as his fucking dad. What uh, is he like? Baptist is. Yeah, I think it'd be it'd be considered Baptist. Or is he like something else? Like I don't know, Baptist, Pentecostal, something like, like one that. Of those. If he's a, he's like a, probably an American Baptist because they're jumping around and speaking in tongues and yeah, just you know. And I, I, I try not to cast aspersions at a belief. If it makes you live life and be a good person, good. That's a good thing. Good for you. But when you use it to, especially in a cynical way, like. All those fucking preachers. Like, some of these fucking morons they have on those shows, like Benny Hinn. Have you ever seen this fucking guy? Oh, God. Oh God he's the best. It's amazing. I mean, it is on par with professional wrestling. He, he, he blows at people, and they fall down, and then he waves his arms, and the whole fucking crowd oh, is swaying All of a sudden, forth. they don't have cataracts anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And then you have people out there who believe that shit. I mean, that's just... And, you know, the whole faith healing thing. You know, God did give us a miracle. You know what it's called? Medicine <laughs> and hospitals. Science. Oh, God. I really like Chuck today. They were really, Chuck's really getting, getting at him today. They really like him. On his A game. <laughs> Not so much with the jokes, but... <laughs> you're, you're in rant mode today. You're laying down the facts, man. No, I I mean, politicians and preachers and all of those people, they, they've used that kind of shit forever just for political gain. And it's just a way to manipulate people. Because you don't want people You're to have enough. Right. You don't want ha- people to have enough, um, what's the word? Uh, choice. I mean, not choice, I guess, but you have to control them enough. Yeah. And uh, Mark said, Karl Marx said, religion is the opiate of the masses. And I don't personally believe that in, in in a lot of ways but i do believe okay with anything that you're going to have in life and i'm talking anything there's going to be somebody out there who uses it as a dodge or a hustle to make money so they don't have to work as hard as the next guy see nobody wants to be the guy digging the ditch nobody wants to be that guy but say let's take religion for example you have the the, the pastor out there who runs the church down the lane, it's barely standing. It has problems with its with its roof. You know, it doesn't have money to have anything because they're not concerned with taking in money for the church. They're concerned with what the church is actually standing there for to try to bring people together in fellowship and try to be happy and try to propagate what they believe is good at religion. Actually, then working ha- with the community and everything. Exactly. Also. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And, and they don't. Um, um, I wouldn't say berate, but they they don't do like passive aggressive little things to their parishioners about not giving enough in the 
the collection oh, plate. So absolutely. That is absolutely disgusting. And the fact that you have to be the kind of person that questions it. And once you are the kind of person that questions it, that makes you an evil person. Yeah. Yeah. You're, a, you're a, an infidel. Exactly. See, that, and that is that is the most ironic part, is that you, ha- you have the self-same group of people saying, um, you know, we go to this church and, you know, we believe this and we believe this and this is terrible and, you know, everybody else is stupid. Well, you know what? You have a dark parallel in another part of the world in the, in the Middle East with oh, yeah. a bunch of people who are uneducated, led by a group of people who know it's a dodge and know it's a hustle and use it to, con- to retain control over that group of people. So if that group of people and the other group of people get at each other, we've got a massive fucking problem. I mean, what they need to do is we need to pick, like, because they're so stupid, they would never get the irony of it. Say, Battle Royale in the, in the fucking, pick some place on, on Earth and say, all right, this group of morons is going against this group of morons, and they're all going to see who's going to fight it out to the first. You would have had people lining up around the fucking block on both sides just to be able to get at each other. For oh, this. yeah. You know what I mean? And they're not even fighting with guns. Do I it think with we should do that. Yeah. I think we should. I would it love would, to see that. It would fix so many problems. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a good way to start population control. <laughs> Seriously. Yes. I mean, we just get rid of the dumb ones. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. We'll, set it up, we'll stage it like a WWE thing, but it's like real. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, WWE is not real? Yeah, it Dutch, is. I've been meaning to talk to you about this. It's really not. It's... It's kind of like Santa Claus. It's real in your heart. Santa Claus isn't real? In your heart he is. God damn. <laughs> I'm sorry. I sneak in here every Christmas morning and lay your toys out. I'm sorry. I've, yeah. been, mean, I've been meaning to tell you so that. So you got me my constructs? I did. I'm glad you got me those. I don't like Legos all that much. Yeah, Legos are way overrated. I'm going to have to have a talk with my mom. There's a Peter Griffin quote. I'm so glad we got that out, man. We've been really tiptoeing around this yeah. for so many years. <laughs> Just received a massive blow. Oh, I know. Like this weight is lifted off. No, that's his present this Christmas. Oh, hey oh. No. <laughs> now you're a big boy. <laughs> oh gosh. No, didn't remember the other Family Guy where Lois and they were arguing over Legos. Lois and Peter and. Peter says, Lois just gets me megablocks. Peter, they're the same thing. You know what, Lois? They're not. And once we, once we finally agree on that, we can get this marriage back on track. <laughs> <laughs> I always got constructs as a kid. Um, instead, of, I mean, I got some Legos, too. Did constructs come in the big red barrel? I don't, I don't remember how I they came. I had a massive red barrel. But they, they had like, different pieces. You can make joints and stuff. Like in... Like make actual working machinery. machinery. Yeah, is that the one that actually Leather they actually hands. had that actually had uh, what was the one that actually had motors and stuff in it? And you could like build shit out of it. Oh, uh, uh, I was no, thinking it about wasn't Connect. Uh, it was it was from the six the fifties and sixties. Don't sell them anymore. Erector sets. Yeah, erector sets. Yeah, yeah, you could do yeah. some awesome shit with those. Yeah, you could like fuck. I could build a fucking bomb with one of those things. I don't remember the ones you guys were talking about though. Not the Legos, but the other ones. Connects. Yeah, I don't think I remember connecting. It was way different. Um, I do remember having those shitty little tiny ones that, like, you could never really build anything out of them. Yeah. And you had, like, a car window or, like, a windshield or some bullshit, and you couldn't. It never worked. <laughs> Man, that's just like the worst They were so tiny. Ever. I remember those. I think that was actual they still like, sell some them. Lego sets. Oh. Awesome. They still sell connects. I know where a part of my next paycheck's going. <laughs> I don't remember connects. 
Yeah, you could build roller coasters and shit. Then they had robotics. When you were a kid, they had one called robotics, and you could actually build actual fucking robots on them. It's pretty sweet. I think I remember those. Speaking of connects, a girl got pregnant after having anal sex. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of runs. That was a, a fucking flawless segue. <laughs> that was that was seamless. Oh, Somebody seamless. put it on the fucking six o'clock news. <laughs> that was the segue to end all segues. I thought that was pretty good. How did that happen? How did somebody get pregnant from okay, having so anal sex? It's literally the statistics of this are so low that it's amazing that it happened. Well, about 900, like almost a million times in a million. It can't or whatever. But this girl, of course, it was in Atlantic City. But um, fucking Atlantic City. Oh, my God. So uh, this young pregnant woman came into the emergency room and she complained of spotting, which is totally normal, whatever. But it was coming out of her butt. And... But when she was born, it's called, I can't, I'm going to. It's a good old fashioned case of the hemorrhoids, fellas. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it's called a. She should have just got some Tux medicated pads there. <laughs> Is it col- colotic malformation? I think that's how you say it. I might be totally wrong. But um, it means when she was born, she didn't have a urethra, vagina, or anus. It just was like one big thing called a colaca or something like that. It's like and what? birds have yeah, them. Yeah, birds. Yeah. Say anus again. Anus. Thank you. <laughs> Um, it's incredibly rare and it only, it's one in 25,000 women, which doesn't sound so rare to me. There's lots of people sounds, in the world. Sounds a lot less rare than what I was thinking. I'm like, oh, that's I don't know. I mean, I don't know 25,000 people, so <laughs> I haven't met my one yet. <laughs> the day I do, man. <laughs> so many questions. So you got like a bird poop shoot and stuff, huh? Basically. And, um, that sounds like Darwin in action, if you ask yeah. me. It might be. It's it, a lot more efficient, really. That might, that, no, that might have a genetic advantage in somehow. Maybe we're being phased out. <laughs> the rest of us with all these. The birds the are com- the ones. The complicated machinery oh, down man. there. Well, it can hum- it can only happen to girls. Um, guys. Yes. Yeah, guys can't have this happen. Um, man again knows, for the win. <laughs> nobody knows what causes it, but it's uh, diagnosed at birth and usually just repaired right away. And they separate everything and everything's good. Well, in this case, um, it didn't get repaired correctly or they didn't catch it. I don't really know. But um, so, she, th- so they gave her the hoo-ha and the bee-hole and the urethra It's and all stuff. Basically what happened was everything was up her butt basically and then like <laughs> <laughs> i can't say it without it being said, funny what's what in the butt <laughs> what, what? Said, what's what that's the best song you want to do it in my butt <laughs> in my butt but um so whenever she like had her period and stuff it came out of her butt not her vagina and she never right questioned that's your this first her entire question. life her mom didn't like like fill her in yeah it's not supposed to come out of there it's not normal honey like and but basically, her vagina was just like this dead end. Like, there was nothing there at all. So, like, nothing that... I don't know if... Because evidently, she was in anal sex, of course. So, I'm wondering if what she a good could... kid. But I'm wondering if she <laughs> could even bitch. feel anything in her vagina. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if there was even anything there for her to feel. You know what I mean? So, you don't think she had the uh, mysterious clitoris? Yeah, I don't. I don't think that would have... It makes sense if nothing else is there. So I, I think we just found the name of this week's episode. Oh my god! The <laughs> mysterious clitoris. Well, anyways, she um, she was pregnant and she explained that she had only had anal sex that she'd never. And they were like, "What?" Well, I mean, did she have the kid? 
Yeah, they ended up having to do a C-section. Through her back? Instead of a B-section? Huh. Through a butt? No, I mean, <laughs> basically, it, her uterus was still in the same spot, but all of her all of her reproductive organs just all kind of came together. It's just the, weird. The fucking, uh, the fucking pipes were wrong. Basically. But um, she literally would have pooped out a baby. That would have been one major grumpy. <laughs> Imagine trying to fucking gnarl that thing out of there. They, I mean, they didn't want to try that. That's why they did the C-section. But isn't that Not insane? enough laxatives to fucking soften that oh baby up to get, to get I wonder, out of there. But I mean, like, a woman's... I mean, everything, like, expands. I wonder if that would have happened to her. Like, it's so crazy. I don't know. I, no. It's, I mean, her anus is still... Uh, anus. <laughs> <laughs> Just say butt. That's so much funnier. <laughs> it's still a sphincter muscle, so it wouldn't really. But how do you know? I mean, everything is. I mean, I it's... know, but like maybe her vagina would have been happening. Everything, maybe. you know, the muscles right out there. But I don't know. It it's just so strange. came right out the beehole. It's so weird. But the whole thing, I'm like, okay, came right out her shitter, <laughs> right out of her butt. But like my first question, you if, shitty if, baby. <laughs> if that was me though, and you have periods that, like, are. That would be my first question. Like, Doc, okay, this might be really crazy, but... You're going to want to sit down for this, Doc. <laughs> but, it's insane. But, but so what, that happened. You know, that doctor's bedside manner would have to be impeccable. Oh, Let me get this straight. <laughs> I wish I wish somebody would have recorded the doctor's face. Like, what? <laughs> Imagine how many doctors were there, and they're like, "Okay, we have something like you're never going to see this ever again in your life." <laughs> hey, Tom, Tom, get out here, buddy! You're never going to believe this, You're never going to believe this. It's just insane. Girl spread eagle on the table. Poor girl, man. Look at that shit. <laughs> and they're all in fucking New Jersey. <laughs> oh God! Hey, I bet you Bonnie Johnny Blue Jeans was there. Oh, Johnny Blue Jeans is probably who knocked this poor girl up. He's the one that broke the uh, the wall to get through. Put it right up her pooper. Right in the old turd cutter. Ew. That's, that's, that's what old Johnny Blue Jones does. But yeah, so girl got knocked up after getting uh, having anal sex. Never say never. Yeah. I mean, it could happen. Mick World. <laughs> so, uh, ladies, this is just another reason ba, not ba, to ba, ever ba, do ba. that. Not to ever do what? <laughs> Wow! <laughs> you shut your mouth right now. <laughs> I thought you were fucking on our side, Elena. I mean, she's not. <laughs> it seems to be less rare than what they're making it out to be. One in twenty-five thousand is not as rare as. No, <laughs> that means a couple girls between yeah. the four of us. We went to high school. <laughs> <laughs> we went to school somewhere in our life. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Sounds like we need a single life here rolling them dice. We need to start a Facebook page for these people. They need support. What color would the ribbon be? <laughs> Brown. Brown. <laughs> Brown with little red spots on it. Oh, God. No red wording. We don't want to make it too obvious. <laughs> Not like purity balls. We'll, we'll do a little bit better than that. Purity balls. <laughs> but baby mama? What? But baby mama? But baby mama. On Facebooks, but baby, they didn't release who. I mean, I, I hope they didn't release who this woman is because that kid's gonna have an impossible life. Hey, hey, look, it's the fucking that butt baby over there. It's a shit baby, shit kid, hey, shit head, literally your shit. Have fun in Brown Town. 
God. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Anybody have anything funny you want to talk about? Anything funny happen? Hmm. Oh, I was I was accidentally racist uh, yesterday. How? What did no, you like say? not really. I, I said like a racial slur, but I was like referring to something that was not a human. <laughs> okay. I went to get a pack of smokes, and I get uh, the dark blue American spirits, and then there's a lighter blue pack, and uh, Damien, the guy at GoMart. Was getting them for me. He's like, "Do you want these?" I was like, "No, I want the darkies." <laughs> and that's accidental racism. And I immediately realized what I said, and I just <laughs> I hung my head down. <laughs> it was really dumb. That's really funny. But I mean, I was, it was completely innocuous. I wasn't, I wasn't being racist against the, the smokes. I really enjoy them. Nor were any groups of people involved in this. Scenario. I'll take the darkies. <laughs> Thank God they didn't have a black pack. They do. They do. I've bought them before. Give me those blackies. Give me the colored pack. (laughs) (laughs) They're all colored. (laughs) (laughs) What? No. What would be funny is if you said that, and then the person went for the black one. That would make them racist. So yeah, I felt real stupid. Like fucking it was like I walked in on my mom having sex with uh Billy D. Williams or something. It was really awkward. I sort of backed out of the go mat and got in my, my white car. But of all the people to walk in your mommy have your mom having sex with, you know. You could do worse than Billy Williams. Yeah, Billy you could definitely do worse than Billy D. Williams. I mean, you, could, you, you could get Carrot Top. <laughs> yeah, that'd be bad. I love how you feel super racist over a pack of cigarettes and <laughs> Golly Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> every other word of every, out of everybody's mouth in that town yeah. is Aww, something racist. I thought you were a good person. <laughs> I just felt dumb is what it was. I just felt dumb. <laughs> Which I mean, yeah, give me the dockies. <laughs> the studies have studies have shown that I am dumb. So, now that reminds me of a story that isn't a humorous story. We went into a McDonald's one time. Me and a, a were the Big Macs seven dollars. No, this was uh, this was years ago. So there's a picture of raccoons on one of the walls. So we went in, and there was a lot of people and they're eating i'm just saying and i looked up and it was a nice picture but there was like lots of raccoons in the picture so without saying realizing what i was saying i said wow look at all the coons (laughs) wow (laughs) and it was completely innocuous i mean it was it was not meant in any kind of racial way why why okay why you were literally looking at a picture of Raccoons. Raccoons, yes. Coons. Yes. Why did they have pictures of raccoons? I don't know. I think so. Someone like me would do that. That's a and really get the funny. shit beat out of And them. then Al Sharpton walks in. He just said coons. Yes. Raise minimum wage up. And then the Big Mac turn. People are more pissed off. Then the off Big about Mac that. people come in. 
And they're like, we didn't even notice that fucking picture, but we are pissed about the prices here. How much do you make back there, sir? Yeah, oh. you flipping the burgers. You're still less than me. All right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, flipping the burgers. Have you seen... If I see one, you know, and that's one of the reasons I excuse myself from Facebook for a while. Have you seen this fucking asshole right-wing bitch posted something about calling the people who worked at these at the fast food places uh you know just the most derogatory terms jenny burger flipper and johnny fly fry dropper and all kinds of i'm like you know what these are people earning an honest living you fucking idiot yeah i mean and you know that's what they always post and that's again goes back to the never you know I, I don't understand how it's okay to go after somebody for working and then call them a name. Yeah. You know, I tell you what, um, what I make, I would not work at McDonald's for what I make right now, much less $15 an hour or $10 an hour. No, no matter what, I would not work at McDonald's. I would fuck that. Everybody hates you. It's not even your fault whenever somebody else gets the order wrong. I don't want to fucking deal with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I work, you know, the food industry in general, um, you know, being someone who works in it and has worked in it, um, there is no other profession where people find it so acceptable to treat you like a piece of absolute dog shit. And I'm talking about people coming from church. They're the fucking worst. Oh, yeah. They fucking, they got to get out there. Uh, the demons after church is over with. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, I'm all prayed up for the week. Hey, fuckhead, where's my fucking burger? That's, and that's, like, it, that's actually how they act. And they believe that's okay because you are beneath them. Yeah. You well, work I in a restaurant, you are a servant. I refuse to work. I mean, on they, they just, they did just, Order of food that they're going to pay for. No, but they wouldn't tip you shit. Like, yeah. they were too busy. It uh, all had to go in the collection plate. Paying their dues to get to the the city of gold. Sky cake. Fucking <laughs> No, you. they were the worst. Thank you, Pat And they, they were the most particular. Like, oh, I need this, this, and don't let this touch. And blah, blah, no, honey. I could. I, no. She she was a waitress. Uh, you know, I, she's told me before. But if you had never told me you were a waitress before, just by her tone, I could, I could understand that she's a waitress because that's the tone we all get in the restaurant they were industry. Awful. It's like, Sundays were the worst. Fucking Every other day was fine. I worked at the Ponderosa in um, Summersville. It's not there anymore. When I ran a high school for, I think three shifts, and the first two shifts I had a guy with me cooking. And teaching me shit. And the third shift, I'm alone at lunch on a Sunday. Holy oh fucking shit. Yeah. They really stuck it in the pooper for me. <laughs> and I'm fucking back there doing shit. And I'm going to tell you, I dropped, some, I dropped somebody's steak tips on the floor. Picked right them, back on the plate. Picked them right back up. Blew them off and sent them out there to Daddy Christian Pants so you could eat them. <laughs> Daddy Christian Pants. No, I did kinda... not give a fuck. And I, the, at the end of the shift, I was like, you know what? This is not for me. No, it's... Well, we watched the movie Waiting. And the, the, the most fun moment in life is to watch the movie Waiting with non-restaurant people. Because this woman is an absolute... Sorry, Elena, but it's true. Just a, a cunt. There's no other way to, the to word put... The not offend me. Elena loves the word cunt. I, I do. It's one of the best words. How's your cunt today, by, by the way? It's uh, a bit sloppy. Yeah. He would know. <laughs> <laughs> Any, <All right. laughs> 
Anyway. It's just a good answer. I was hoping she would say As you were saying, Chuck. But she sends her food back, and she's obnoxious to her waitress. And, you know, the greatest part about it is is watching the comprehension dawn on the people's faces because they've been that person and seeing what the cooks do to her food. I want this, and I don't want this. No, you're being actually polite. When it, she's like, when I ask for lemons for our waters, I ask for extra. That means water for our, lemons for our waters and then some more. And that's exactly the way she talked to her. So she takes it back, and it's Dane Cook and those guys working the kitchen. And they completely fuck her food. I mean, they are rubbing... You know, don't they put like the steak down their pants? Or yeah, something? yeah, they, they rub the, the steak on their balls, really and they and he said, "Here's some cheese, fresh from the I tank. never saw and any he, of that. And he spits in the food, and I've never done it. I have never done that. I cannot, without in good conscience, lie on the show and say I've never seen it done. I've seen it done. <laughs> oh no, I never saw it done. I bet you, I bet you've wanted to do it almost every shift. Oh my god, at least god, one time how a shift. I have ever wanted to do that, <laughs> but I don't. I, I wouldn't. You know, you don't understand everybody's situation. You don't know where they come from. But if you're just being an asshole, you know, go fuck yourself. You know, you're gonna have to deal with it. But these people come in and they think they they don't get the fact that. This person is handling your food. They can do whatever they want to. The chances of them getting caught are very slim. Uh, Not only slim, the managers will be like, I don't give a fuck, fuck them. Because they think exactly the same way. The people who are manager are called either from being servers or being cooks. They're like, yeah, that, that woman's a fucking piece of shit. Fuck her food up. Who fucking cares? You know? I mean, that's where you get people, this guy's shit in the beans. I can't believe he did it. Well, he probably saw somebody in there who sent back his burrito eight fucking times, you know? So yeah. Who sends back a burrito, though? I know. I'm pretty happy with every burrito I've ever had. Yeah, I don't I think, think I've ever not been happy with a burrito. I mean, I've never on. seen a guy walking down the street with a burrito that was, like, all fucking sad and mopey. No. He's like, got a burrito? Things are looking up. <laughs> the, I'm better than I was before I had the burrito. <laughs> so true. there's that. No matter what, today I had a fucking burrito. True. I now refer to my life in two terms: PB and AB, pre-burrito, after-burrito. And that after-burrito, the picture of you pre-burrito, you're just kind of mopey and sad. You look like a, you look like a um, a basset hound. Post-burrito. Oh, you look like my brother's dog Charlie. Post-burrito, you look like um, you, who's the guy that has the big teeth? Uh, you look like Gary Busey, fresh off of some meth. <laughs> or Mitt Romney after he comes from seeing the Tabernacle Choir. That's Gary Busey when he figure out, figures out how to turn on his Amazon Prime. <laughs> <laughs> Is that not the most awesome commercial there ever so was? So excited. <laughs> Who doesn't love what Busey? What a great guy. He, he's just owned up to his crazy and has just made a career out of it. Oh, you just gotta, if, you, if you're crazy, you just got to be crazy. And people, mean, people will love you for it. We got to get him on the show. Yeah, we... Busey think, has to be a guest on Pillow Fort I, Radio. He's in soon. this fort somewhere, and we haven't found him. I'm, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to send up the Busey signal one day and see if it comes out. <laughs> what would be the Busey? It's just signal? a set of teeth, yeah, <laughs> a big smile, just a very pronounced overbite. <laughs> then Jake shows up, and then you'll, you'll do, you'll do Jake Busey. You were in Starship Troopers. <laughs> Damn it, the teeth weren't big enough. <laughs> Wrong signal. The greatest thing ever was one. I hate reality shows, but when they had 
Busey on was he on the Biggest Loser? I think it was the, the Surreal Life he was on. No, he was on the Biggest Loser. I think. I thought he was on The Apprentice. No, he was on The Apprentice with uh, Pendulet. He's been on fifty of them. Yeah, oh, I guess so. But I'm sure one of them was The Biggest Loser, and he used to say, "Celebrity Biggest Loser," and he used to always have those sayings. Team together, everybody achieves more. And he keeps coming up with that shit. My football coach used to say that. <laughs> but then he then behind like, the camera, that was one of those like inspirational posters <laughs> with Busey holding a kitty, <laughs> uh, which that, he later ate. No, that should be a calendar. Just twelve months of him holding kittens. <laughs> twelve months of Busey. Oh my god! Why? I'm serious. Why haven't we made this calendar yet? I might actually do this. We would sell it. <laughs> oh, people! No, but then Busey was on one of them where he was, <laughs> he was celebrity ghost hunters or something. So they stick Busey in a fucking asylum by himself with a camera. He's just around. He's just hearing all twelve of his personalities. <laughs> yeah, <that's what> I'm <laughs> saying, I'm like, he's scared he's of you. <laughs> over his own crazy. What the fuck is he gonna do in here? He's having conversations with himself. <laughs> yeah. He said, I've seen the mechanical tiger. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, <laughs> Oh, gosh. But then he was on uh, one of the roasts, and he did the best bit all night. He got up on the microphone, and he pointed to his empty chair. He said, I don't know about you guys, but that fucking Gary Busey's a fucking lunatic. <laughs> Look at him over there. <laughs> Yeah, he, he knows what the fuck he's doing. He's awesome. It's... He's also one of the greatest movies ever, Point Break. That well, is one of the greatest. You know they're remaking that. Bullshit. They're going to remake it. I don't know who's in it, but if Busey's not in it, I'm going to throw a hissy fit. Well, yeah. I love Point Break, to be quite honest. That is a great movie. Yeah. It's Got crazy. Keanu. I don't think I remember that movie. I remember it. I never watched it. It's got Swayze. Uh, Lori Petty, which let's put out an APB for Lori Petty as well, because she disappeared after Tank Girl, and rightfully so. Yeah, have we? But um, yeah, we we had an APB out a couple weeks ago for Katie Holmes. Yes. Does anybody know anything about Katie Holmes? I saw an update six hours ago that she said a uh, Dawson's Creek reunion was unlikely. So. Well, I'm well, gonna go home and slip my wrist. That's out. heartbreaking. Well, that doesn't really. That kind of. It leaves it leaves a window open. Really, we really think that there's something wrong. Like I think it's unlikely because she's kidnapped. But how'd she get the quote out if she was kidnapped? I guess I guess once Twitter, I don't know. Once you get <laughs> once they kidnap you, they'll just every now and then. I mean, put out some press for you. It, That's actually do pretty PR, smart. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. So we we still don't know the whereabouts of Katie Holmes. If any of our listeners out there, both of you, um, mom and uh, my brother. Maybe you think you think he listens to it? Probably not. Probably not. Um, Mom, whenever you guys are listening to uh, this in the knitting circle, please uh, remind uh, all your friends to uh, keep an eye out for Katie Holmes. We're really worried about her. We miss you, girl. What was the Star Trek after Next Generation? Deep Deep Space Nine. What was after Deep Space Nine? Voyager. Voyager. She was in Voyager. Tank girl. Lori Petty was. Yeah, she was a Voyager. What? For, for one episode, she played a uh, she played an alien that couldn't speak English, and then she learned English in a matter of like a week. Can we just talk about how amazing it was? How quickly you guys just named off all the like Star Trek series and all. It's just incredible. Seriously, 
So I'd rather that not be public knowledge. <laughs> um, absolutely. Not editing that out. <laughs> because I really didn't have anything to do with it. I was just taking stabs in the dark. My boss at work is is a gigantic yeah, Star, Trek Star Trek fan. I and, enjoy uh, it. He talks about it a lot. And I catch um, I catch it here and there. You know Ice-T was in Tank Girl? Yes. Let's see. Let's see what Lori Petty's been in lately. She played a, a cancer patient on House Ed, I believe. I need to look her up. She was one of those girls that when she was young, she was very cute, and she did not age well. She aged terribly. Yeah, it was not good. See, she was on Prison Break. Oh, fuck that. She was Janice Burke on House for three episodes. So was Dave Matthews. Dave Matthews was on House as well. Yeah, yeah. That, that was a very disturbing Was he all like, I brought my baby. I brought my baby. Then his feet were kicking sideways when How he was in How do you spell bed. her name? L-O-R-I-P-E-T-T-Y. Oh, Petty. I thought you guys were saying Petty. Sorry. In the Army Now. She was in, in the Army Now. Oh, Is that a Pauly Shore? Yes. Let's see. Why How would I ever want to watch that? Because in the Army, it had Andy Dick in it. Damn it. She was in one episode <laughs> of Orange is the New Black. Oh, shit. I remember her. Lolly. Was she all dykey and stuff? Yeah. Sweet. Whoa, we don't say that. Well, that's not what I meant, and you know it. Very mannish. <laughs> Very boyish. Uh, there's two more things that are recent. Happy Fists Claudia. She plays Brenda. Fear, love. Oh, she was in the League of Their Own. Okay, I know who she is now. And she, played the, uh, she played Kit, the younger girl. Fear, love, and agoraphobia is her most recent thing. Other than that, it's been real quiet on the Lori Petty front for quite a while. She's living off of that fat tank girl cash. Yeah, she must have made hundreds of dollars from that movie. Yep. You know what they said they were going to do? Who were they? The Illuminati? What did they say? Oh, God. <laughs> Be careful. No, they is in the Hollywood... The, the Hollywood uh, you know, because I keep my finger on the pulse of that old Hollywood. Yeah, you are you are a Hollywood guy. Yeah, they actually said that they're going to remake uh, or do a sequel again to Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, and Keanu Reeves is actually on board. No, both of them. Both are of them are. Uh, what's the other guy's name? Alex Winter. Yeah, he's a documentary filmmaker now. Is he? Yeah, I'm, he was on uh, Joe Rogan a little while back. He actually had a show on MTV. Alex. The Alex Winter Show. Winter. It's really fucking funny, actually. I think he was in the movie Freet with uh, Randy Quaid. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Oh, Randy Yep, he Quaid. was. Yeah, I don't know who that is. What's the latest dispatch from Planet fucking Crackpot with <laughs> Randy Quaid? Jesus Christ. Oh, he's fun to watch. I just enjoy hearing new stories about him. Alex Winter's directed a bunch of uh, like kid stuff. Yeah. Like Super Ninjas, Super S U P A H. Level Up. He was the director of two episodes of Blue Mountain State, which was a comedy. That was kind of a pretty good comedy. I kind of like that. It was about the football Andy team. Andy Dixon, yeah. didn't he? No, Andy Dick did the movie about being a coach, <laughs> yeah, and it was fucking one. awesome. <laughs> it was it was bad, but it was it was, bad, but it was, it was my kind of motherfucking bad. <laughs> yeah, Alex Winters uh, directed uh, the Deep Web. That's a documentary. Bella and the Bulldogs, which is some sort of a fucking TV series. Betas, which is a show on Hulu. Was the Deep Web, did you watch that? Not yet. Was it all about the Silk Road, or was it just anything that goes on in the Deep Web? The description says, a feature documentary that explores the rise of a new internet. Decentralized, encrypted, dangerous, and beyond the law. Law, law. Sounds pretty awesome. 
Sounds like a sand. That sounds like the sequel to the net. Have you guys um, speak since we're on the subject of Bill and Ted? Have you seen uh, John Wicker? Is it John Wicker? John Wick. John Wick. I have not. The Keanu movie. It might be the best movie from last year. Bullshit. They're making a sequel. Like they've already confirmed it. Fucking awesome. I promise you. I'm not. I'm not saying this sarcastically. I promise you. Yeah. What you people can't see is me searching his face for any betrayal of. No. I'm. I'm. No, he said I, this before. I paid I to watch him. it. It was fucking incredible. Okay, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, I really liked it. Oh, speaking of, I mean, and while we're on movies, if you if anybody get a chance to watch American Sniper, it's fucking awesome. Give it a shot. Swear to God. I'll watch it. Um, I, I'm not going to like do the whole hero worship thing. Over no, there. no. <laughs> I, it has nothing to... I mean, I, I don't care, honestly, what... The story is behind it, really. It's a Clint Eastwood film. And film. Ugh. Shut Jesus up. Jesus Christ. Do you, do you want your fucking brie with that wine you're fucking sipping on over there? Fucking stick your pinky a little bit higher when you talk. I would. He goes home and listens to vinyls. <laughs> and unfortunately, drinks craft beer. And unfortunately, unfortunately, they don't have skinny jeans in my size. <laughs> <laughs> so what you do is you just hook a... A uh, sweeper to your pant yeah. leg and try to suck them in the bitch can. Yeah. Well, you know that'd have to be a hell of a sweeper, son. <laughs> you tight roll them like we used to back in the Dizzy. <laughs> I never did that. A lot of people call it pegging. Yes, I. I but I, I, rem- I remember pegging with horrid pegging. Horrid is, hey, just go ahead and search pegging on Google. Yeah, pegging has changed. That's not what that is anymore. Yeah, I'm not googling that. Google search <laughs> pegging, Elena. Oh, you know? Nope, I'm afraid. Yeah, that's that's not what pegging is. Anymore. I don't want my phone to die. <laughs> I'm afraid it'll just shut off and it'll never turn on. I actually learned it from that episode of Broad City, what pegging was. Yes, Elena, you should know what oh, that is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love Broad City. Oh, my God. Is that that? Is it on Comedy Central? Yes, it's yes. one of the best Those shows I've girls. ever. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like my it. God. I like it very well. It is so funny. No, American Sniper, the um, the whole like real story of it, though, is just like super weird and kind of funny. And it's just strange. Like how he got how he got killed by a guy who was trying to help. No, not that. That's really sad. It is. I don't. Well, the 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 parts where he lied about stuff. I guess I guess he was trying to sell a fucking book, and he didn't think anybody was gonna care. Yeah, he didn't. I don't think he thought it was gonna turn into. What most people. There's a lot of people that come back to war that don't write books, though. Like right. most of them. I think he's one of the few recently. Yeah, there's been a few. The guy that did Lone, Lone Survivor, the book. Yeah, that's true. Lone Survivor. I, about that. Well, I, mean, I never I, watched that either. And I'm all for, you know, it was just, you know, I sat down with, I think it's one of the first movies I've gone to into objectively and actually with my expectations low because I knew, you know, I'm not about the, I'm not, I don't like jingoism. It's not, that's, it's very annoying to me, but it didn't veer into that. At all, in really any way. I think it was handled the way it, exactly the way it should have been handled. Well, I think we're shitty enough. Like, why do you have to make up some bullshit story? Like, why do you have to fabricate this thing to sell a book? I think, I, I'm not sure he, to him, he might not have made up Does stories, I mean, do you, you think know? that he, like. He, he, he had severe PTSD. Do you think, like, he really believed that that's what happened? Probably. Well, the, the two main things they made up were the Jesse Ventura thing, how he beat up Jesse Ventura. And how he was sniping people at the um, 
Superdome. Yeah, yeah, Katrina. After Katrina. I heard that part. That was not even in there. Yeah, they're not going to put that stuff in. And it's not. It just discussed his war record is what it. And I think he's still, I don't think they can take that from the fact that he has 168 confirmed kills. You know, that's. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's a staggering amount of people. That's a lot of people. And that's a lot of people that have to live with killing. Even though he says in the book and stuff that he'd do it all over again, he said it was his favorite thing to do. Not sure if I actually believe that. It might have just been a little bit of posturing on his part. They, but I don't think they, they didn't portray the character like that in in the movie at all. They didn't portray it as he and he enjoyed it at all. They portrayed it as this is his job, you know. And there were actually points where he did not like it, you know, things that he did that he did not that really bothered him, you know. I think it, Clint Eastwood took something that could have been turned into into something horrible, and he turned it into what the essence of what a soldier now is. You know, that guy's a Navy SEAL. He's a professional warrior. He's he's one of the elite. He's, he's a guy who, it's his job to go out and take other people's lives. You know, that's what he's supposed to do. So that is going to affect anyone, you know. And what we don't understand is, is that this is the era in this world of the professional soldier. So, uh, you know, the guys in World War II were citizens of the United States who just yeah. went over and fought. I'm not taking away from them their bravery yeah, they, or their skill or anything. They quit their factory jobs and went to work. And, exactly. The, the, we were mobilized against, uh, and, and that's the, the, the horrible thing about the, this war and wars after World War II in a lot of ways is the fact that it, no director could have come up with the idea of World War II and made it any more Hollywood and cinematic. The fact that we had a group of people who wore skulls as epaulets on their fucking lapels. as it, these The Nazis, even themselves, they weren't stupid people. They had to know that what they're standing for is something pretty fucking evil. Yeah. I mean... And the fact that we, as a country, had to go and fight the the what I'm saying is the lines between good and evil were so clearly defined. Yeah, in that one, and that's two first world nations, in a sense, not just two, but a first world nation which mobilized the world's greatest war machine. I care what anybody says? Think about it. You know, people will automatically give you the answer. What's the greatest war machine in World War Two? The Americans, you're out of your fucking mind. There's no way the Americans were the greatest war machine in World War II. It was the Nazis. They mobilized a force out of a country the state, the size of the state of Ohio yeah. and took on the world and should have won in so many ways. Well, nobody talks about... Um, Do you wish they would have won? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Well, nobody... T- I mean... Nobody I mean, you're wearing the uniform right now. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Nine! <laughs> My swastika was a real giveaway. Um, but nobody talks about, like, what the events that led up to World War II. Like, why are people fucking shocked that that's what happened? Like, after World War One, they expected them to pay back every single thing that happened in World War One, And they took everything away from them. They gave them billions of dollars in debt. And then they didn't want to give them a country, basically. It was insane. And, like, then everybody's just like, oh, so then this evil thing. Of course it did. They need a leader, and here comes Hitler, who was fucking brilliant. Crazy, but brilliant. Well, uh, you're absolutely right. There's a very fine line between, like, crazy and brilliant, you know, like. Well, the vacuum left behind by, you know, that's a scary part about any kind of person who's like a Hitler, where you have, 
you have a country who's so down on their luck and was so proud before that. They were a first world nation. And then you have the fact that they're totally crippled. It is their fault that they fought World War One. and they lost, you know. But, you know, they, well, they were, wanted a country. Yeah, they, they wanted, wanted a, their own country. They wanted their own country back and all that stuff. And that, as a matter of fact, before his anti the anti semitism and stuff got ramped up, even Winston Churchill had said things like, you know, if America, if if Britain was in the dire straits that that Germany was, I'd ask God to send us an Adolf Hitler. That's what he said. That is an actual quote from Winston Churchill. Now, the fact that it turned into something so insane and so and wiping out whole groups of people and that is the worst part about people who still worship this fucking guy and oh. and the fact that they especially you know hello Johnny Potato Sacks you know Chucky the yep the Britons and and groups like that and and the people in Scandinavia were actually given a pass they were actually Nordic and I'm going to this is the history lesson of the week but there were other groups, including the Celts, which include the Irish and the Scots and people like that, who were on the chopping block next. They were they were considered unfit. They were considered. And then you have the entire population of Africa. You're talking billions of people that would have gone the way of uh, the you know the Jews and the and the Hungarians and all those people. That is a literal thing that would have happened. And the people that back them up. And say, well, that's a great thing they did, and blah, blah, blah. You're a fucking idiot if you believe that. Well, and I question, though, because the biggest difference between, like, World War II, and I'm not in any way saying that, like, Germany is, like, this glorified thing at all, because what happened was terrible. But, um, like, Vietnam and, like, wars that happened after have just gotten so much more shit than World War II. And the biggest reason was because there was no um, coverage. So we don't really know all the things that kind of went on behind the scenes. Because, like... One of my roommates in school, her um, grandparents were straight from Germany. If you talk shit about Hitler, they get fucking pissed. Like they still like him? Oh, they did. They uh, her grandmother just passed away, but I mean, think about it. When they were young, their health insurance, everything was taken care of. Their food was taken care of. That was like the most prosperous. When she was little, they didn't see all the shit that went on behind the scenes, but they were taken care of. They saw Hitler as this guy who came out and gave them their country back so and then at the same time like we're kind of fed this one story how you know he's evil and then i kind of wonder like and they're fed this other story about how hitler was great and i'm like what's the truth like what's the middle because you know shit happened i mean historically america does some sketchy shit too so like you know some weird things probably did happen you know what i mean yeah the truth is in the gray area right and And we'll never really know that's the war that you'll never know about the only the only things that can be taken for what they are is the Holocaust. Yeah. And, and the scan, the scare. And here's another scary fact. And I actually got into arguments with people who believe that the Holocaust never happened. I was like, how do people we think have that? photographic evidence? We have people who There's live through videos. it. Yeah. I, know. I mean, we have all these things. If you, if you can actually sit there and debate me, the fact that it didn't happen, you are a person that just needs to be shot. I'm sorry. I mean, that's because if that's you, Hitler talk, <laughs> should we round them up and put them on an Island? Chuck Jesus. Actually, I, I, somebody made that, uh, 
uh, that <laughs> argument with you the other day that, yeah, we should uh, round up all the people on the right who don't think that uh, giving gay people their rights and put them in concentration camps so they can concentrate. I was like, you seriously con- comparing what is done to the religious right as opposed, you know, as opposed to being forced, I'm doing air quotes right now, into into accepting other people as what the fucking Nazis did to people and rounded them up and put it in concentration camps. If you could compare that, you're a fucking idiot. And well, you have no... You think know, about it this way. Okay, I'm going to twist it. I'm gonna they were saying people on the right should be put in concentration he, camps? They were saying it ironically, that people oh. who don't think the way... and that I, what, what was the term they used? The leftist uh, doctrine... What do you call it? I can't remember the the, doc, the doctrine of the left, as in if you don't accept gay people, if you don't accept this, if you don't accept this, I was like, what tolerance for all? The fact that we're all equal under the law, that that every right should apply to every person, that that's that's something that shouldn't be just down the line, and and they believe that when you're forcing them to to accept gay people and you're enforcing them to accept others, people who are different than yourself, that's a bad thing. And they think that's, and they try to equate that with putting people in concentration camps. Let's put people in the right in concentration camps so we can make, we can force them to accept gay people. Well, we I can force them to do this. I believe that people, I mean, if, if it was like politically correct to do that, I mean, people would, but we were putting Japanese people in concentration camps too during all that and that's kind of shitty too it was it was uh they were in tournament camps they weren't i mean we weren't like they weren't being killed murdering them and yeah. by the masses but we, were we weren't still, shoving them in ovens or anything no, right but it was still like kind that, of a but it was, but it was it kind was, of a it, hypocritical like oh, yeah, oh we're horrible. gonna go it was a absolutely horrible thing these to people, do yeah. but we're not gonna mm. talk about this but well okay i'll play kind of going kind of connecting the two like Talking about putting different groups in different classes, like like the way they did with the Holocaust, the, America still does it. Not like in that crazy way, mm-hmm. but like you know the documentary, um, not the Culture Hub, the one uh, I know it was about like uh, crack back in the nineties and like eighties with um, how that was kind of like keeping was it high on Crack Street. <laughs> I think that that is a... Is that a real name? Yeah, I, was a real like, I, was like, I think it's a real documentary. Well, they were kind of talking about how, like, back in that, that was when, that was one way to, like, hold back, like, the African-American community. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And well, today it's meth with, like, the poor white communities. And um, In the 80s when, when crack hit, um, you were given a stiffer sentence for crack. It's fucking stupid. Even though it's the same thing as cocaine. Right. They just condense it and do stuff with it's it. It's crazy. And um, and the reason for that mostly was because it was sold in poor, poor black communities. Yeah. Instead of rich white people were getting cocaine. Exactly. Like fucking stockbrokers and shit. You're not gonna throw them in jail. No. But uh. But here's the way we can. Somebody slinging crack or anything on the on the streets of Baltimore. We can't come out and say that we want to put these people in jail because they're black or whatever. But yeah. We can say, well, they had crack. It's the same thing with <laughs> with uh, marijuana in the 20s. Yeah. These targeted. The most downtrodden people. Yeah. Well, yeah, and that, and that you know, when you have a when you have a group that uh, you, you know you have the African Americans and you know now you have now you have the poor you know and, and I'm sorry, man. When you really think about it, how much of this uh, meth problem is is confined to Appalachia, one of the worst. 
economic groups and and let's and let's let's examine this from another standpoint the fact that uh we were unwitting and unknowing participants in a science fair experiment where they poisoned our fucking water oh yeah and the rest of the country made a fucking joke about it do yeah. that shit in, fucking shit in connecticut and see what fucking happens. oh yeah do that shit in new york it'd be a fucking tragedy because it happened around here to a bunch of whore, poor hillbillies who don't know fucking anything you know what I mean? Well, that stuff like com- that has... Com- that was perfectly all right, you know? Yeah, but um, kind of going back to the... It's such a vicious cycle because, like, with... I mean, around here, mining's a huge industry. And now, like, today, they just announced that they're laying off, like, a shit ton of people. Like, over 2,000 people. So, you're used to making, like, 80,000 a year. Is that fair? Some miners, once you've been there a long time, you'll make that much, yeah. It's insane. So... What's a good like start like some young kid starting out? It's it's a 50, lot. It's a 50, lot. 50, yeah, 50 easy. Yeah. That's a lot of money. I mean, oh yeah. Shit. So you're used to making that much money, and now suddenly that's not coming in. So what are you going to do really quickly? Well, you don't really have skills because most of them don't go to college. They aren't like they don't go and get degrees. They don't really have skills. So what's a quick way to make money? Well, meth. Yeah, it's meth or uh, slinging pills or anything exactly. like that. Pills are huge. I mean, because a lot of them are, a lot of them have existing you know problems from being down all, there. All of us know somebody that uh, that slings dope. Not just not talking about weed. No, all of us know somebody that uh, slings pills or sells yep. meth or whatever, and it's so easy to get into. And the chances of getting caught aren't that great. Right. You have to be real dumb. Right. And so you put that scenario together and then suddenly you can make a quick, an, an easy, live, like not easy, but a, a pretty You can make living. a couple grand un, untaxed a week probably. Yeah. Easy, if, and, if you're just barely trying. You know, and then, and then, you know, just, and then they put them in jail and then they don't help them get back out into the workforce. So now you have a criminal record. You can't get a job, which is where you were at the beginning. So, so what are you going to do again? Well, it's the same template. You're right. It's the, it's the exact same template that was used on the African-American community in the 80s. Yeah. Now it's being applied to us. Yeah, and now it's... Now it's While yeah. it's still being applied to the black people in the 80s. Of course. Exactly. So, yeah. In the 2015. Yeah, right. exactly. I'm saying, that, I'm saying that it's now become not only a... It's not so much a racial problem anymore as it is a us versus them poverty problem. The fact that the 1% sees you know i can't remember which fucking rich piece of shit crassus asshole out there said it said uh, yeah there's class warfare and my class is winning and they're and they're <laughs> fucking right well i mean that's that's fair but i mean to kind of take i mean to put it back um yeah hitler was insane and he did some really shitty stuff but america's doing the same thing to not at that big of a crazy we're not Killing our own we're people. not killing, but we're yet putting them in we're a really shitty place. I mean, and I think we're not. I don't. There's so many issues with all of that, just absolutely. the whole system. But somebody say something funny. Poop. Poop. <laughs> Poop. Turd knuckle. Anal. <laughs> anal baby. Anal fisher. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> um. Would you consider yourself an anal fisher, sir? I've fished out some anals before. Oh, God. In the anals of history, <laughs> I've been known to fish out anals. 
Two or three anals. Many an anal. Many an anal <laughs> has been knuckled by me. Ew. <laughs> fish hooked. <laughs> what? Fish hooked. Hey, hey, girl, I'm going to fish hook that booty. <laughs> Hopefully it's not that one in 25,000. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shit would get real. <laughs> For real. Literally. You would have... You... <laughs> You had a soft spot in her unborn child. You just got it right in that soft spot accidentally. <laughs> oh no! Oh Jesus! <laughs> well, we're we're back. <laughs> I think we ought to go out on that one. I don't think. Yeah, I think that's the only way to do it. <laughs> well, cuties, it's been fun. Um, we were a little bit more serious on this one. We're sorry about that. But sometimes that's going to happen. Just like to let you all know that you're a bunch of cunts and you can all go fuck yourselves. Hope you enjoyed episode four of Pillow Fort Radio.